Welcome to the Autism Classroom Resources Podcast, the podcast for special educators who are looking for personal and professional development. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Reeve. For more than 20 years, I've worn lots of hats in special education, but my real love is helping special educators like you. This podcast will give you tips and ways to implement research-based practices in a practical way in your classroom to make your job easier and more effective. Welcome back to the Autism Classroom Resources Podcast. I'm Chris Reeve, and I'm your host. And this has been a very, very strange year. Uh, Whether you're teaching in the classroom with social mitigation or teaching at a distance or going back and forth between the two, maybe your students have been going back and forth, being in class and then being at home. Obviously, we're also in the midst of a crisis in which large segments of our students are missing from school. And all of that is happening with the pandemic in the background. So for anxiety for many of us is already pretty high. So today, I wanted to take a break and focus on what I think your students would thank you for. Many of you may have seen my posts on social media in the last few years and the last few days when I share things that I think your students would be thankful for at Thanksgiving. And I know that all teachers don't ever know the impact that they have on all of their students. But in special education, I think that's particularly true. Many of our students who need us the most and trust us the most demonstrate that need in very unloving ways at times because we are safe people for them. Other students have limited communication skills, and they aren't able to tell us what they feel they benefit from or appreciate. And many of our families are so overwhelmed that they can't always recognize the hard work and assistance that you're providing for their children. Uh, And boy, that is even more true this year when teachers have gone from greatly appreciated when kids first were at home to demonized when they were still at home in the fall and hopefully back to some semblance at least of normal in between. So today I'm recording a bonus episode of three new things that I think your students would thank you for in this crazy year. I know it's things that I thank you for because I know how much your students need you. A couple housekeeping details. There's no blog post that accompanies this, uh, but there will be a transcript in the show notes of the podcast. So you can download that there. And I'll make sure to leave my Instagram link there as well. If you want to see the other things that I've shared that I think your kids would thank you for. So let's get started. first thing that I think that your students would thank you for is for hanging in with all of the changes and keeping the routines going for your classes. Whether you are or were teaching in a classroom or at a distance, it's all about routines for all of us. Because let's face it, we all have routines. We all have general things that we do the same way every day. And it gives us comfort because we don't have to be worried about what's going to happen next. And part of what makes this whole year stressful is that all our routines have changed. These days, I barely drive my car and I worry that I'll forget how to do it one of these days. Routines are important for everybody, but they are especially important for our students. Routines help us feel safe, safe, and steady. 
And by continuing with your morning meeting, for example, even if it's virtual, you're helping your students by giving them things that are familiar with many other things that are not. And sometimes it's those kinds of things that allow us to keep moving forward. So I again, these aren't big things. They're little things, but they're critically important for us and for our students. Number two, I think that they would thank you for helping them to stay calm when everything, frankly, is a little bit scary. Those of you who are parents yourselves know the importance of not letting your anxiety show because that's when your children really get upset, but that's not always possible And when we're in the situations that we're in right now. It's a little easier if you're the teacher because you have shorter periods of time that you have to hide your own anxiety and then you can let it go. And your anxiety isn't always related to something that's also directly affecting your students. But it's still no easy feat. Many of your students also struggle with anxiety issues on typical years. And that anxiety, again, isn't always shown as anxiety. Sometimes it's shown as challenging behavior. And a big part of our jobs this year, as I see it, is helping students manage those anxieties and fears from all the stuff that's going on, that they're hearing about, that's happening in our world. Being a stabilizing factor in their life is a big role to play. And it's probably one that you were never taught about in school. But for this year, to me, it is the biggest deal. One of the things that I keep saying about this year is to throw out the idea that we're doing distance learning the way that distance learning would be implemented in a normal year. Um, to throw out the idea that this is a normal year with normal expectations. This is crisis teaching. This is, we need to get through this year. And one of the things that I think has to be our primary goal is keeping our students engaged and interested in learning. I think that's more important than achievement. And I know that your school districts may come after me for that. But in all honesty, if we lose that, we lose the whole ball game. If we scare kids off of school and they associate it with anxiety and not wanting to do things and not wanting to come to school, then we've lost that opportunity for a very long time. So I think this is not, again, not a small thing, although it may sound small to some of you. And finally, number three is one that some of you may not have had the fun experience of yet, but you likely will at some point. And that is thanks for teaching me to wear a mask. For those of you who have done this, this is not a little thing. Um, And wearing a mask at this time in our history is something that may make a difference for whether or not you can be included or enter into different environments, depending on where you live. Obviously, there's different mask requirements, and I know there's lots of different thoughts about them. But the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of places that you go that if you're not wearing a mask, you don't get to go in. And so it's not a small deal to learn how to do that. Um, again, it's something you probably never anticipated having to teach, but it's something that extends well beyond your classroom and it helps your students to be safe as well as to protect others. And it gives them a, a, the skill to be included in a larger community. 
So those are my three things, but I want to just end with what I am thankful for. I want to thank all of you for everything that you do for your students. Your jobs are not easy, and people don't always recognize how thankful we should all be to all educators, and I include everyone who works in any kind of role in the school, the secretaries, the custodians, the paraprofessionals, the teachers, the administrators, whoever is there, the social workers. I personally also want to thank you for tuning into the podcast, for supporting the store and being part of the Special Educator Academy if you're a member, and I hope that you found it all useful and that it's helped to ease the tensions for you this year. Enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving break, or I hope you got to enjoy it if you're listening to this after the Thanksgiving weekend. And I'll be back next week with another regular episode. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.